1: Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron and in a relationship I'm a really good listener but with the season pass I'll actually comprehend what you're saying. Hi, my name is Taya uh,
2: and look, I just came back uh, from an interesting uh, Zelda-themed uh, cabaret show Rears of the Kingdom uh, and I'm still getting my thoughts around it and still trying to figure out Where, how to solve that fucking water puzzle. (laughs) Oh.
0: Hello, my name is Faye, and uh, I heard gamers uh, lamenting the fact that in the first season of the Halo show, Master Chief Has Sex, um, I look forward to the soon-to-be-released season two, where they will confirm that his suit definitely jacks him off while he's wearing it. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that,
1: like, insinuated lore?
0: Yeah. Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Molly and Butt and I just found out that um your poop is uh hereditary. It runs in your genes.
2: Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: that's <laughs> 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 Okay, and um, we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life I'm so professional And this is a part 2, part 2 um, episode to our 50th episode last week If you tuned in last week, you would know that we are doing the impossible and crowning the best couple in gaming Full stop, no discussion. What we say is law. And so going forward, they are the best couple, whoever we decide today. Last week, we had our quarterfinals. And unfortunately, the two couples that Marlion presented, uh, which were both horse-themed, both um, both unfortunately uh, missed out and will not be coming through to the semis. So unfortunately, Marianne is out in this round. Um, in this round, however, uh, Faye is presenting two couples who have made it to uh, the semis. I'm presenting one, and <laughs> Taya is presenting one. Uh, so it's all—it's still anyone's game at this point. How this has worked except is for the, the except for the horses. The horses <laughs> have been put down. Um, <laughs> They've been
2: sent to a farm upstate. <laughs> like. They got. But,
3: <laughs> hey, we we came and we In tried our that's all we can do. <laughs> Stop
1: talking about coming and horses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everyone <laughs> listening. If this is your first episode, welcome to episode fifty-one <laughs> wow. of this. And yes, it is this. This isn't. This is it. This is what we do. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, what we are doing is basically the two people who will be squaring up against each other in the semis uh, will pitch their couple against the other couple because now we obviously know a little bit more about who we're up against. Then um, the two who are not pitching need to decide and agree upon who is going forward. And if we can't agree, we turn to our producer, Ryan, uh, who has been told not to write essays when he gives us his answers this time and only one-word answers on the spot with what we send to him. So should we turn to Ryan, we know what we're looking for. With that in mind, I haven't named these ones. Oh, I forgot to name these ones. We had lovely names for our pairings last time. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, then, there's there's this slop uh, (laughs) and we're going to (laughs) go... (laughs) <laughs> and we've got Faye versus Tay with, Faye, uh, with her reigning champions of Yennefer of Vinderberg. I don't know why, but I can never just say Yennefer. I, it's I always got to be Yennefer of Vinderberg. more like Yennefer of Vengebus. <laughs> Can't do anymore. <laughs> Copyright. Um, and Geralt from The Witcher. Uh and then coming to us from Disco Elysium is Kim Kitsaragi and Harry Dubois. See I got the names right this time. You yelled at me enough last time. <laughs> uh, and so they're squaring up against each other in this round. So I'm gonna throw it open to Um Faye, you can kick us off.
0: Okay, so first of all, you know, I've I've said my major points. These are This is a couple that has grown together and slowly improved over the, the period of all the canon, right? We have one of the most powerful magic users in the world paired up with the Butcher of Blaviken himself. This is just a lovely couple, right? But more importantly, I think I want to note the level of support they have for each other and their understanding of what is the right thing to do. There's a period where these two have managed to step away from reality itself and settle in another plane with none of the problems that exist, where they can just exist together. And you know what? They don't have any problems with this. It's not just the threats and the violence that, you know, gets them all riled up, but just the calmness of each other's company is enough. However, when the world is threatened again, they both look at each other and know what's important, and they're happy to strive back in to that bloodshed and battle together by each other's side to do what's right. Also, just a reminder, they did fuck on a unicorn. Lovely, lovely
1: closing. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, Taking notes. I am writing this all down. Got Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. Taya, The floor is yours. Thank you.
2: Uh, Look, once again, uh, my esteemed and learned opponent has put forward some good arguments, but let's not even begin. If we're talking about you know alternate realities, nothing compared to the drug tripping that Harry. Harry Dubois does even throughout the game itself. But look, you know, it's it's all this sort of fantasy here. Like there's there's nothing grounded in reality whereas compared to the dynamic of Kim and Harry. Kim absolutely nurturing soul. Harry train wreck in slow motion, right? And just, you know, you there's no better example than when you're reading a postcard from your ex-wife and it causes you so much psychic damage, you almost die for a second time. When you come to, Kim has fixed you up a bit. He's looked after you. He's made sure you're okay. Rolled you on your side, on, in the recovery position. What better, more caring relationship would you be able to aim for than that? Would Yennefer do that for Geralt? I think not.
1: <laughs> the question of what would do- Yennefer do? For Karol, if he was overdosing, is a wild, (laughs) wild question to put forward. Okay. All right. Marlon, I think that you and I are actually in this round allowed to question the presenters. Mm. Um, So I would like to start with, so mine is uh, for Faye. And I have a question regarding your relationship because um, I've read the books and isn't... Their relationship somehow connected to the fact that Geralt, like, mind-controlled her with a wish from a genie to fall in love with her.
0: And then undid the wish. See, this is part of the trauma that they came apart from together. Don't forget that uh, Triss also mind-controlled him to fall in love with her. There's a lot of, like, uh, let's say... uh, Dubious consensual...
1: my favorite dubious consent it's not it's not my favorite please no one clip this i can't afford to be canceled this year
3: all right so tell me a bit more about the unicorn stuff
1: (laughs) (laughs) she
0: wants below by below okay first thing first uh, it is a stuffed unicorn right it's it's not a live one, but I will point out that uh, this unicorn was above 58 inches tall. Mm. So we are talking about a unicorn horse, not a unicorn pony. Mm. This is an adult <laughs> experience. <laughs>
1: <Nah>. <laughs> this isn't pony play, this is horse play. This also like puts into like that's some coordination to be on a like a standing stuffed animal mm. and like do what they did and not fall off
0: like that and it was impressive. so important that they got a little collectible card to commemorate the event <laughs> it, it,
1: this is the thing is it was so good that it's in law like people talk about it there is history of it it's in history books yeah. that they fucked on a unicorn also important
3: it, was, it wasn't alive
1: no no it was a, it
3: wasn't alive and it was stuff.
1: it was taxidermy
3: Mm-hmm. taxidermied unicorn. It was a
1: taxidermied mm. unicorn that they had sex on, but it's important to remember that apparently even the corpses of unicorn retain magic.
2: So,
3: oh.
2: Yeah. But if I may, for the pony <laughs> aficionados he comes, and the horse comes. aficionados, that is still violence. Violence to a horse entity.
1: It's desecration of a dead body is what it exactly, is. Exactly. Now, I... Um, I would like to just maybe pose that perhaps the the couple that you have brought forward uh Taya is maybe not the healthiest couple. Um can we delve deeper into how one-sided this relationship feels? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Uh look, I I think there is certainly uh uh an element of care that must be given on the on the part of Kim, but uh there is uh moments where you are able to you know reciprocate uh in in your own way Mm. uh so you know certain highlights like uh jumping in front of a bullet for him uh you know uh helping him to uh yeah basically how do i say uh tell a racist to fuck off you know, mm-hmm. certain highlights like, really that. like that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of catharsis. Uh that once again
3: Oh I like to cathart.
1: Mm, but absolutely. will he listen to my complaints about my coworkers at the end of the day?
2: He absolutely will. Okay. Um he look, mm. he's a very good listener and he puts up with a lot. So mm.
1: So what you're but, saying is this is the Marge Simpson and Homer Simpson of the gaming world? They really Oh. When one brings, you know, the caring and the love and the, and the mm. tenderness of the relationship, but the other one just brings the raw sex appeal. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
3: Yes. I- and talking about that, my question is, how would they bone?
2: Uh, oh, yeah, who's top, who's bottom? Oh. oh, Kim is absolutely so put together. Like, and when he is disappointed in you, like, he can, can just convey it with tone. So he is absolutely mm. a top. Like mm. if he if he wants yeah. you mm. to fucking melt with just his words, he could do it. Harry, mm. absolutely people pleaser. He'd he'd be down to just like he'd he'd be a sub you could do anything with. Like, He's a sloppy he, bottom. He is a he is the mm. sloppiest of bottoms. Oh
3: very sloppy. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: And okay so i think it's time for us to make our decision <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
3: this is very difficult very difficult where's your head leaning you know what i was disappointed to hear that the unicorn wasn't alive mm. genuine disappointment <laughs> um otherwise i thought that would be a front runner <laughs> i really would i really would uh but you know what i'm gonna vote for the queer couple
1: yeah. Okay. I'm do that. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna lie. The fact that you were able to give me um, a proper idea of the uh, bedroom dynamic has definitely weighed into the conversation. I was leaning Yennefer and Jerold, but as I said, that's a little too conventional for this podcast.
0: <laughs> so I think we need to take. There was non-consensual talk (laughs) earlier. (laughs) How is we looking at (laughs) (laughs)
1: completely vanilla here? They are two very white, very hot people. And I want to see two middle-aged kind of grubby dudes boning. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So in a shock to even me, (laughs) Kim (laughs) (laughs) Katsuraki and Harry Dubois make it to the grand finals for the best couple of gaming. Oh, my God. (laughs) how
2: how did this happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're such a bad couple as well i don't know why we're letting this happen it's so dysfunctional okay well let's jump straight into the other bracket we have um we've got um osiris and saint 14 from destiny 2 brought by me and we've got um ranny the witch and the tarnished Uh, Brought by Faye. I think, Faye, I made you go first last time, so I will go first this time. Look, I talked about them in great length last week about this fantastic power couple of the Destiny world to the point that if you search up the words Osiris and the third search in Google is Osiris and Saint-14 because their love is eternal, just like they are eternal. Um... You know, these are two space wizards and a space knight. Like, they are just this picture-perfect idea of what a couple should be. They love each other. They drink tea together. Um, And both of them are in huge positions of power within the government of the future. Like, they are leaders. These are two leaders. And people trust them. And they're gay. And that never really gets questioned. But the most important thing that you need to know is Saint 14 died. He was dead. And do you know what Osiris did? He built a fucking time machine on Mercury and rewrote time to bring him back to life. So he managed to completely change the space time continuum for his love. And do you know what else? He managed to make a whole bunch of. Randos on the internet do it for him, including all those dude bros that keep complaining about all the gays in Bungie. Destiny is gay. Our icons are gay. That's all I've got to say. These are the powerhouse of gay couples in gaming, and they're leading the gayest A game we've got. I actually, when I was searching for this, one of the articles that came up was like, there was a Reddit thread of all these people complaining being like is anyone in destiny actually straight
0: no because they're not
1: everyone's gay there's so <laughs> many gay characters like literally throw a rock hit a gay it's like pride march or stonewall <laughs> that <laughs> okay destiny t- is
2: hearts- the wall of gaming. do not condone throwing rocks at pride
1: unless 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 it's, it's the a police record. car window continue <laughs> Saint-14 threw the first brick at Stonewall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Oh, also, Osiris is a man of colour. Look at this amazing Mm. couple. A robot, Mm. a man of colour.
0: Okay, so first thing first. uh, I do need to address that... uh, one of the people in this couple is, of course, the player. So, there is a level of self-representation going on there. So, this can be a gay couple. It can be a straight couple. It really depends. Uh, The other thing I'd like to point out, because uh, I think it's important, is to talk about the uh, relationship dynamic as I see it, you know, post-game. You know, uh, what are we talking about in terms of uh, how this goes? And quite frankly, because of the player, dynamic, because of the fact that they can express themselves, I would like to present you with two options, and that is if the player is a sub, or if the player is more of a dom, and how that would play out. First of all, I don't think Ronnie is going to uh, bow down at any point. So what we see here is the power dynamic of two tops, which (laughs) if you've ever seen two tops in the bedroom, it is. A frenetic, hot affair, you know? Like, the the Tarnished is trying to push her down, but the second set of hands comes up and pins the arms either side as she caresses the face with the other. This is a back-and-forth, a hot, a steamy back-and-forth, a power dynamic that truly encompasses the word power. But if, on the other hand, the Tarnished is a little bit more of a sub, we're looking at her dog, Sitting at her feet, little bowl of water sitting next to her, single hand slowly caressing the head as the tarnish sits in front of her throne. They are equal in power, but they are not equal in relationship power. No, this is a this is a power imbalance in the bedroom that can only lead to the most depraved acts that you can imagine. And this is why I would like to put forward this couple as the best. Right. And what, at what point
1: again? are you going to discuss the fact that you kill her brother?
0: He deserved it.
1: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> she only used you for power. She only used That's you okay. to get the Elden. That's a thing.
2: All oh. right. All right. I think, so Malian, do, you, do you, I've got some questions. Do you have some questions? All right.
3: Go for the questions. I, I need right. to take a drink of tall water. Okay. Tall water. Absolutely. Water can be tall.
2: Absolutely. All right. So look, that's a that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good, look explanation of the the sexual dynamic there and the kink dynamic. I think that's nice. But like, I want to hear about what's the first date. How do they put their best foot forward? These two characters.
0: So the first date, right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: will be. Ironing out the remaining resistance after <laughs> they rise up, right? Mm-hmm. It's you know, hand in hand walking into a bandit's
2: hand in camp, hand, hand, hand in waist.
0: hand in hand. Yeah, hand in hand in hand in hand, wandering into this bandit's like camp and just slaughtering the lot of them with their first kiss, with a splash of blood over their head like a waterfall, just pattering down on the two as they embrace.
2: Mm, okay. All right, Cameron. Yes, putting forward a really idealized couple, but I, mm. I, I really disagree with you know diversity always just having to be perfect representations. Mm-hmm. I think we should add a little bit of, of mundanity to this. I like what is their perfect like Sunday morning?
1: Ooh, their perfect Sunday morning. So they're gonna probably go for a stroll through the tower. But the thing is, Osiris is kind of a bit of a he's a bit of an asshole like Mm, he's mm. a bit nasty and people definitely have opinions about him um he also unfortunately accidentally nearly made a cult at one point so they're probably still Uh, around following him um Mm. he's he's very much telling them to be like "Mm, can you just chill just Mm, mm. but i think they'd go around to the markets um Mm. in the tower probably they slept in Um, you know, they're mm. probably out late the night before probably stamping Mm. out a Vex uprising in the infinite Mm. forest. So I think they would have a very breezy morning, maybe go and catch up with Ikora because as we can all tell, Ikora definitely lives for gay couple drama. Um, Mm. that's why she always hangs out near the market in the tower. Um, so Mm. she can get all the gossip from her spies. Uh, Mm. but yeah, I think it would be a very lazy Sunday morning before, Donning their shotguns and their fire magic and taking on, let's say, the Horde, the, the Hive, have come forward. Um, so she's, they've gone off to deal with them in Russia. Mm. All
2: right. Mm. All
3: right. My questions for both of you are, uh, tell me about the vehicles of transportation in their lives and how that comes into play. <laughs> In
1: the bedroom. No, you you want to know if they fuck on a horse. (laughs) Do they fuck on a horse? Okay. Oh, so I can't speak for it, but Osiris has connections to, he's spoken about the Nine before, which are all powerful beings in the world of destiny. And the Nine have recently sent to us to, um, uh, converse with us all The Star Horse Which is a horse that has um, He's made out of the cosmos And has tentacles coming out of his face There's every chance that saint Fourteen and Osiris Fucked on the Star Horse And the Destiny fandom Will probably kill me for saying this So I'm risking my life By exposing these truths <laughs> And that also means Xur was there And probably just watching because that's what <laughs> oh, Zer does. Zer's just always watching. I forgot the ghosts. The ghosts <laughs> are like bumping up against each other because I don't think they can do much else. They put- <laughs> maybe ghosts like go together like Lego. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on my side, I would like to point out that uh, Torrent is a wonderful uh, horse-like creature, right? Um, there's no desecration here. There's, there's just the, the, the pure bond between the writer, right? And uh, Rani understands that, understands that that is something that shouldn't be interrupted, and so always gives just a little bit of space for that. But that is to say that there are days where they bound off, off a cliff, you know, hopping on air as the sun sets mm. down and uh, Rani probably pulls a comet out of the sky and smashes a castle. And it's just really lovely, right? So, um, mm. yeah, there's, there's definitely some uh, wonderful uh, relationship there. Mine also Have probably fucked on a off? sparrow.
1: Sparrow racing. <laughs> <laughs> like, the way you sit on a sparrow, like, you've seen it, and you've seen the animation. That's perfect yes. for getting it from, from getting back shots.
3: <laughs> yeah, and all that vibration as well. Mm-hmm. This is very difficult. This is very difficult for me. I will admit that torrent is one of my top rides. Um, mm. I'm just going to put that out there. Of course. uh I'm. I think we're gonna. I'm. For me, I'm going to. I'm, I think it's a tie. This is a solid tie. Oh, this is difficult.
2: I. Yeah. Oh, I've actually come down on the side of. uh Uh, with cameron like i i do like the the fact that the relationship isn't just one note it isn't just like this this sort of like continuous sort of power play there's there's depth to it like and and there's sort of creases around the edges as opposed to like just the it's just the same note with these other two i'm so sorry (laughs) it's all about power and domination over there i want i wanted something different i wanted something just like Oh yeah, we go on a date. Like I take them out for coffee. Like that's it. That's all I wanted.
1: I do find it. I do find it's wild that your first date was happening after you had proposed to her.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a fast romance. You got to understand. Absolutely.
1: Oh my god. I thought I was doomed when Torrent came up. I thought Torrent was going to wrap it. I'm also really shocked that you never mentioned that Torrent. Was given to you by Rani. Mm-hmm. It was a gift. Mm. You forgot that, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you mentioned Torrent, I'm like, Torrent was given by Ranny. I'm fucked. Wow. <laughs> In an upset. Um wow, I did not actually expect that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I put so many of my cards on the on the thing. So we have. <laughs> Going through to our grand final, um, Kim Kitsaragi and Harry Dubois from Disco Elysium and Saint team and Osiris from Destiny 2, two gay male couples of varying results of healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like diametrically opposite, really, in terms of where they're at. Genuinely different. Like, this is the other side of the spectrum. This is like when you see the mirror version of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, well, we're going to have to go into this in some way. You've heard our thoughts. I feel like what we now need to do as we go into the grand final is what all good politicians do right at the last moment. And it's time to diss the opposition. Oh, no. Um, so we're going to talk about why we deserve to win over the other person. And then there'll be time for questions. Um, Taya, do you want to start? Because I've just been talking about mine.
2: Sure. Look, I, I think the big problem with this other couple is there's just like... There's just too much going on. Like, they're they're just focused on everything else around them. Like, do they really have time for each other? Do they? Like, they're they're running colts and then, like, accidentally as well, right? So they're dealing with all this fucking blowback. Do they have time for backshots? I think not, I say time absolutely absolutely so no they're they're overachievers I, I think we all agree these people this couple absolute power couple do they have time for each other though i think not i think there's just too many other priorities their relationship is but a hill of beans to everything else <laughs> they've got
1: <laughs> a what beans. a hill
2: of beans okay Right. Yeah. Look. Uh, uh, look. I'm sorry that I'm making references to fucking Casablanca, classic cinema. That is how ri- <laughs> how high I'm raising these brows. So look, on that basis, this relationship, look, it's got it's they've got a lot going on. They're achieving a lot, but do they have space for each other? I'm gonna say no. Okay. All
1: right. All right.
3: All right. That's your response.
1: My response. Okay. (laughs) Let's jump into this couple and let's talk about number one. uh, The (laughs) fact that when you start the game, if they're a couple, I don't know. Does Kim Katsuragi actually know that Harry is trying to pick up random women in hotels? Uh, Is he aware that this is an open relationship or is is it consensual between them that it is open? Because... Kim just does not seem like the kind of person who would be bl- like to be blindsided by that kind of thing. And I don't know, I don't know if we ever see Kim actually try to pick anyone up. So Harry just seems like it, this is the epitome of sitting at home and your friend telling you something and you sitting there going, girl, break up with him. What are you doing, Kim? And then you say that and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they go off and two days later you see them post on Instagram that they're out, you know, trying to get a body out of a tree together. And you're like, girl, I thought you (laughs) broke up. He's like, yeah, I just can't. I can fix him. You can't fix him. You're not a mechanic. Um, Like this couple is the epitome of you watching a train wreck from the sideline being like, I don't get it. And I'm telling you right now, in 20 years' time, when they finally break up and you say, Oh, thank God I never liked him. And then they get back together a week later, and you have to be like, Oh, I already blocked them on all social media. (laughs) Speaking from experience.
2: Speaking from experience.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, I just, this couple don't scream romance and love to me. It screams convenience. From Harry, because someone's finally picking up his mess and putting his life together, because he could never do it himself.
3: Mm. Oh, some sick burns! Mm. Some sick burns! And also, what my my
1: guys have time for everything. They're literally immortal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do okay, they have space?
1: Okay. Space and immortal. Did they have space.
0: My first question. Mm is to answer exactly uh, Cameron's point at the end there, right? Um, I want you to tell me what happens when the top of the relationship returns from a bad night. You know? In Kim's situation, it might be an investigation that went disastrously wrong or finding out that maybe uh, accusations or the resolution of a case Hmm. was not what he claimed. Hmm. Um, In... uh, I don't know who the top is in the Destiny duo, but in the top situation, maybe they came back from like, I don't know, a like Vex raid yep. that went there you badly. Go. That's words. You said words. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that went badly, and they've come back and they are beside themselves after it. Mm-hmm. I want to know how the bottom consoles them. After that situation.
1: Well, I'm going to jump in first on this one because I'm going to reveal that I don't believe I'm dealing with a top and bottom. I believe I have two verses in a relationship. I believe it is transactional in terms of they can flip flop however they like. Um, I'm going to say, though, that Osiris has. uh, okay, Osiris in the game, his ghost gets destroyed. And he gets replaced and possessed by an evil space witch um, who's also a moth. Um, and when he is finally released and it's revealed that he's been this way for some time, Saint 14 is right there by his bedside and he is there with a beautiful cup of tea and he helps him heal and he listens to him and he protects him and he lets him know that everything's going to be okay so that when it's time for Osiris to return to the battlefield, he's completely healed and protected by Saint-14. So Saint-14 is going to be at my my bottom in this and he is all about protecting his top.
2: All right. Mm -hmm. So... Kim returns home. It's a bad case. It all went south. People got killed. There's going to be an investigation. What does Harry do? He's drunk, hungover, withdrawing, or potentially still high on something. What does he suggest? Cryptid hunting. Now Kim's just like, what What the fuck? What the fuck? But they go. And just when they think... This is a fucking pointless fucking tail chasing exercise. They actually do find a cryptid. And you know what that fucking reassures Kim about? That there's more in the world beyond just the concerns of everyday life. And when they speak with this cryptid, it reassures them. Kim, what the fuck you is is are... this fanfic? <laughs> Kim, you are the miracle. Is there actually a do cryptid in Disco Elysium?
1: Yes. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Which one? Uh, it's one that they've got. I think it's like a basically a giant sentient stick insect that you meet at the end. And <laughs> so what I've quoted right there were direct quotes. And so this cryptid reassures you of the fact that there is magic
1: in this world, despite how shit your situation may seem. Do you know what's great? better than being reassured about potential magic is my world has real actual magic that they physically <laughs> throw at each other. <laughs> There's no, you know, Ooh, is there magic? Isn't there? It's there. I can throw a sun at someone. Malia, did you have questions? <laughs> I've just decided to go sledging. I might as well be like, and Kim Kitsaragi eats babies.
2: <laughs> he does not. <laughs> Harry, on the other hand, I have concerns about.
3: <laughs> but I, just a follow-up question for Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the cryptid doing <sighs> the reassurance. Mm-hmm. Harry didn't do much in that situation.
1: Outsourcing.
2: He brought Kim. He brought Kim to a place and a space where he could experience that. Because Kim, in no world, would accept to go cryptid hunting. Like, he needs to be pulled out of that comfort zone. And that is what Harry provides. That spirit to explore the unknown.
1: Hello, I'd like to follow this up because I'm putting Taylor on blasts and I'm not letting (laughs) up. But if I drive my husband to the hospital for heart surgery, did I save his life or did the surgeon... (laughs)
2: uh i mean look you know is the surgeon able to operate at your house cameron i think not
1: but the cryptid can operate (laughs) the cryptid has has home hours does it it visits
2: (laughs) the cryptid lives where the cryptid lives it's not gonna come to you you have to go find it same way with the surgeon you gotta take your husband there See, your your couple Once again, once again, you are outsourcing the emotional
1: support of your partner.
2: Your your couple don't drag themselves to grow (laughs) in this way. Which which Harry does provide. His his chaos energy that he brings to this dynamic forces Kim to grow in a way that makes him more complete as a person.
3: Alright. Final question for Tao. (laughs) it feels like there's a lot of walking around in this game Mm. and I'm not quite sure (laughs) what ride options there are
2: alright so Kim is actually a car aficionado so he's actually got a souped up uh, car and to show you just how much he loves you and supports you he will actually sell his very sweet rims in order to help you pay for your, ho- for your hotel bills. <laughs> for the hotel room that you trashed before the game even starts.
3: I'm, I'm sad to hear that you lose your wheels. That bums me out. Mm. That really bums me out. And I think that's, that's where I stand. I think, I, think I, I, know, I know where I am on this. I'm, I'm not am. on the fence. Just if there's any questions, I'm... I have
1: sent a picture of the star horse into the group chat. Just for <laughs> just for, just for interest.
3: What, Cameron, what are you doing? This is how you got disqualified no, last but time. No, we're doing it the same <laughs> way. This is it's this question
1: think. time. It's an open It's an open source this time. It's it's okay. open forum. It's not closed. Okay.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. God, imagine if I, I, know, I that... cooked
1: it right at the end again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> After you did so well. Funny. All right. You did so well. I was about to give you the keys. <laughs> but I I'm not sure. This seems... As as a, a, a unbiased judge that has no tendencies towards any clip clops, <laughs> um, I, I feel really thrown by having clip clops being just mm. kind of like sparkled at me like don't that. Don't do and, this. Um, I don't know. How, <gasps> I, I'm. I need a moment. I need a moment. Say, tell me your thoughts,
0: sir. So- I have a slight problem here, because if I'm looking at uh, these, these romances in games, like, this is, this is something that I want to see and I want to learn from, um, I feel like the Destiny duo is just, like, a, a little bit too perfect in a way, right? There's, I just don't see as much room for growth. I don't see character arcs. You know, that's kind of where I'm sitting. So um, I think I'm leaning towards uh, Disco Elysium picking up this finals for me. Oh. <laughs> oh
2: long live our oh. messy, queer couples.
3: Up until that moment, I will say, up until I got some sparkly horse being sent and I felt I, I felt <laughs> like it was unnecessary. <laughs> I was <laughs> Oh <I'm> get <getting> fucked. <laughs> I was, <laughs> No 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 <laughs> I get Whoa well, whoa. Well, I reckon you know, we've went, we went through this. It's all right. I was going to go for the destiny couple. So that does make it a tie, which does mean we, to, we need to rope in Ryan.
1: We're we roping in Ryan. Okay, let me get Ryan on the line.
3: He's neck and neck.
2: I, I have done better than I thought I would. <laughs> the
1: fact that he was, I'm uh, Genuinely, the fact that he made the grand finals with that couple is astounding. <laughs>
2: I I think we have problems. Uh I think we really we need to reassess. One word. All right, here we go. <laughs>
3: Ryan's
1: response is oof.
3: <laughs>
2: oh my god. He's thinking, he's
1: deliberating.
2: Oh my god.
0: It's a typing. choice.
1: Oh my god. I don't know who to go for. Oh! (laughs) No! Oh! Oh!
0: Oh. 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 All
3: right, he said, sorry, Teo gotta go gay space, gay wizards. space wizards it's Woo! gay space wizards honestly congratulations. honestly congratulations
2: i space i boys. i would have raised concerns
1: if, they <laughs> if had we had put one. forward them i'd be like i don't know if we can be an advice channel anymore guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but- no
2: the reasoning is good which is look harry and kim great couple but they are cops so no, I think that that is absolutely correct.
0: That is fair. It's fair. Mm. If we yeah. forgot, Ahab had brought that up, <laughs> yeah. then it, anyone it would oh. have wouldn't even gone to Ryan. It would have just been like,
1: mm, so mm, you've mm, heard it here mm. first, everyone that. Gaming's greatest couple is a gay <laughs> robot and a guy really obsessed with Egyptian iconography, uh, Saint-14 and Osiris from Destiny 2. Gaming's perfect couple. Um, and as, as we are the, um, the experts of love and gaming, we are naming them the best couple in gaming. There's been what a journey we've been on everyone together. Um any words from any of you about this?
3: I love that star horse with the tentacles and I am going to immediately read up more on that. Ooh. Thank you very much Cameron.
1: I appreciate it. It makes you play a game show and then naze at you when you do well. <laughs>
0: I will say that I'm sad that I lost, but at the same time, I'm going to admit my heart wasn't as much into the ones I put forward as I'm just glad that these two got into the finals and that we actually had a slightly less problematic finalist. Yay. Yay.
1: Well, team, that's all we have time for. Again, this has been part two of our 50th episode anniversary with this being week fifth 50- week been more than 51 weeks with this being episode 51 i do just want to say a big heartfelt thank you to everyone who has stuck around and listened to us doing stupid things on this podcast damn it you're the only one that gets the love hearts aren't you we don't get those (laughs) yeah it's because you're on mac um but yes i do want to say a big thank you to everyone who has been listening to us whether you're new or from the beginning it does mean a lot to us because we don't We don't do this to be famous. We don't do this to make money. We do this because we genuinely just kind of enjoy our time with each other and the little (laughs) weird community we're building up around ourselves. So, yes. um, With that as well, we're going to be launching an Instagram because apparently X or Twitter or whatever we're calling it is useless. And TikTok is really annoying to make videos all the time. (laughs)
2: Cameron, you got your
1: intro video, like, flagged. I don't know how that happened. I got it deleted because, well, probably because I said I'd let a Muppet fist me, guys. What? (laughs) Like, there are things. There are things that I say that really shouldn't be repeated. Um, Yeah, but how is that? Oh, you know what? I have. No, no. But yes, I genuinely want to thank everyone that's been listening. But I also want to thank these three guys with me. Um, You have all done. You've just all been a pleasure to work with. I love you all Cute and emotional feelings from us all (laughs) With that we want to thank Ryan Stanton For producing the Pixel Hearts For the last Oh, We're coming up almost two years I think we've been doing this now Um, Year and a half maybe Uh, And again we want to thank him For all of the time and effort he's put in And spending all this time with us And listening to our silly little intros That we do just for him The secret tidbits but also, we want to thank Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song, and One Pixel at a Time, two amazing songs that I always love hearing. For all of our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other, and gay space wizards are the best couples in the world! Ooh.